0: I would like to invite you on a journey, a journey that takes place entirely in your mind's eye. Please have a pair of headphones and a comfortable place where you will be undisturbed for the duration, if possible. Go ahead and find your headphones and get into your comfortable place now.
1: You may pause this if you need a few moments. The journey may bring up different emotions. At any time, if you
0: feel uncomfortable or unsafe, all you have to do is open your eyes and take off your headphones, and you will be right back where you started, safe and sound. Now is also a good time to set an intention for your journey. I know you don't even know where we're going yet, but you did set this time aside.
1: So take a moment and set an intention. Now we begin our journey with a long, deep breath in. And then let it out. Take a long, deep breath in. And let it out. And one last time, take a long, deep breath in and let it out. And allow your eyes to gently close. Let your attention gently settle on your feet. Allow a warm, gentle awareness to fill them as you feel each toe, the arches, the ankles, all the little bones that fit so neatly together. Let this gentle attention flow from your feet and ankles into your legs and knees allow this awareness to flow into your hips and your belly
0: and down into your lower back let the gentle presence flow up through your chest
1: around your heart and your lungs around your spine all the way up to your shoulders. Then, allow this awareness to pour down each arm into each hand,
0: into every single finger. Feel each
1: finger distinct from the others. Take a deep breath and send your gentle attention, this awareness, through your neck to your jaw, into your tongue. Let go of anything you might be holding on to there. Now, Allow this awareness to fill all of the tiny muscles of your face. All around all of the curves of your smile and cheeks,
0: and up around your eyes, and up into your
1: temples,
0: and then allow this awareness to fill up your
1: cranium, all the way to the top of your head. Now, bring your awareness back to the space you are in. What are the sounds in this space right now? Are there any smells? What is the temperature like? What texture and level of firmness do you feel under you? This is a room you already know. What you may not know, however, is that each of us has a spirit self. Now, your spirit self. Rises and steps right
0: out of your physical body. In your
1: mind's eye, you can see your physical body right where you left it. Take a look around this room as your spirit self. The walls and floor and ceiling, and everything in it now shimmers. In one wall, you now notice a bright red door you have never seen before. This new door is from another age and place. Go to it. Touch it. Now open the door.
0: Outside is a rocky mountain path. Go ahead and step through the door. Feel the brisk mountain breeze on your skin, feel also the warmth of bright sunshine. Smell the freshness of the air up here. Look ahead to the path and see it switch back and forth up the mountainside. Now, proceed up the path to the next small outcropping where I am waiting for you. I wear a long, dark robe embroidered with the thousand-year-old patterns of my people. If you wish. Look down at your spirit self and dress it in whatever you like for this journey. While we are here, look out at the valley. See the wide grassy plain and just beyond the great city of Ajahuti, the majestic and ancient home of my people. You can see the castle. You can see the academy. See the walls wrapping round enclosing the city, and the two towering statues guarding the city gate, statues of women, one standing tall and serene, the other filled with rage. These are Araja the demon and Araja the just, the twin daughters of Diana and Lucifer, and the first witches to ever walk this earth. Look back down the mountain path, where a procession comes. New initiates, all here to attempt one of our oldest rituals, the leap of faith. All perform this ritual in order to learn their true will. True will can also be called your purpose – what you are meant to be. My people do not wield magic until they discover their true will. This is why they come to the leap of faith. Some are impatient and seek magic before they understand their true will. The thin young woman there, headstrong, frightfully intelligent, ambitious, she sought out a dark sorcerer who taught her magic for gain, magic for power, magic for greed, black magic. But we welcomed her back. All are welcomed back when they are ready to return. See the quiet, gray-haired man. It wasn't until his wife's illness, when he spent all of his time caring for her, that he felt ready for the ritual. That last lesson taught him that magic is about service to others. Each learns their true will in their own time. See, the priestess awaits. No one knows her name. We call her the Wandering One. She leans on a tall, twisted walking stick, at the end of which is a small bag glowing with some inner light. Her robes are a patchwork of haphazard colors Her hair flies in the wind, her craggy face seems permanently carved into a huge smile. The Wandering One lives alone in these mountains, unburdened by ambition, regret, want, and all of the things we spend so much time concerning ourselves with. She roams the wild, her life devoted solely to the leap of faith. We follow her further up the mountain path to another plateau, where a flat, jagged rock juts out from a high cliff. Legend says it was on this very spot that the Goddess Hecate first gave magic to my people. The Wandering One moves to the rock's edge. She kneels and opens her bag where she pulls a shard of glowing white rock and scratches a line on the solid stone. She rises, she addresses the air, in the oldest tongue. She sang, O three-faced Hecate, Goddess of passage. These supplicants come to demonstrate their faith in you as their faith in themselves Grant them even a mere glimpse of their own true will, that they may better serve your divinity." Now, she takes her long walking stick to one side of the scratched line and knocks on the stone three times. she moves to the other end of the line and again gives three knocks on the stone the air above the carved line changes blurs thickens Forms the impression of a doorway. Hecate is the goddess of passage, her three faces always looking to past, the future, and ever watching the threshold of the ever present. Out there in the sky over the valley, a cloud forms, grows,
1: approaches.
0: The cloud moves right to the wavering blur of a doorway and stops. The gray-haired man we saw earlier strokes his chin and ponders the cloud. The thin young woman shifts her weight from one foot to the other. Finally, she takes a deep breath and fixes her eyes on the threshold. Her breathing deepens as resolve sets her features. Now she is still. She has remembered her training. She takes off running toward the cliff's edge, furious, great long strides. She reaches the threshold and vanishes into the clouds the gray-haired man yells and runs and leaps over the threshold and he too vanishes into the clouds another runs leaps and vanishes And another. And another. Are you ready to take your leap of faith? I offer you my hand. Run with me. Here comes the edge. One, two, three, jump! We float peacefully in the clouds. Mist swirls all around us. Take a second and catch your breath. Now look behind you. See a tunnel in the clouds. Along this tunnel, see your past. See places you've been. See people you've known. See some of your accomplishments. See some of your failures. Now, with just a thought, close off that tunnel. Your past is no more. Look forward again. A tunnel in the clouds extends into your future. See places you plan to visit. See things you wish to accomplish. With just a thought, close off this tunnel too You are now free of your past You are now free of your future Sitting in the swirling clouds, you exist in a moment of pure presence, pure potential. From here, you can be anything you want. What would you like to be? Take a moment and allow this to clarify in your mind. What would you be if you could be anything? That is your true will. Priestess calls us back. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, return to me now. If you did not see your true will, that is perfectly alright. Each discovers their true will in their own time. It is time to bring the leap of faith ritual to a close. The clouds fade. We stand on a stage in a grand and ancient outdoor theater. Feel the perfect fit cobblestones under your feet. Look out at the rows and rows of stone seating, fanning up a curved hillside. Stage right, a jester comes, floppy footed, jangle belled, pulling a wood wheeled cart, piled high with leather buckled trunks. Enter stage left, a troop of performers. Dancers, Singers, Actors. The Jester claps and all assemble. Prying open his trunks, he reveals masks. Hand painted, carved of wood, broad features of the characters they represent. A tall actress reaches for the mask of the goddess Hecate. A young actor dons the mask of a soldier. Take this mask, the mask of a witch of my kind. Her face is strong, sure, and kind. Feel the gloss painted wood, the exaggerated features, the eyebrows, the cheeks, the mouth. Go ahead and put it on. See through the character's eyes. Three-faced Hecate now towers up to the sky. You see, our dramas use magic. Not only do you watch the play, you live it. Hecate takes one great step over the hillside and she's gone. Her entrance comes later. And to your right, the jester has transformed into a pompous king. Plump of body, skinny of leg, darkness. The light comes up. Look down. Your hands are bound in rusty manacles. Feel the rough metal weigh on your wrists. and feel your bare feet on hard stones. A tug at your waist, where a chain wraps you round. Look forward and behind. The chain binds you to a line of captives Marching through a narrow street of muddy, brown structures. Soldiers march on either side. Their bronze armor scrapes and clanks. Their torches flick shadows across their sweaty faces. Angry citizens hang out windows and lean outdoors. They yell and spit and toss rotted vegetables that mash and slime underfoot. A soldier strikes the woman in front of you. Kneel and help her up. Now the soldier grabs you hard on the shoulder. Focus now on the torch in the soldier's hand. Use your will. Command the flame to melt our chains and free us now. 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 But nothing happens. Look about the soldier's neck. A bronze pendant forged into a symbol. All soldiers wear the same. Look to the doorways. The same symbol carved on every one. Look to the citizens. The symbol is smeared on every forehead. They have created a spell across this whole city a spell to cripple us. We march into a public square, lined by thatched and timbered buildings. Look up, a tall stone tower where the pompous king sneers at us from on high. And at the center of the square, a long ironwood gallows where many thick-roped nooses swing The soldiers march us up the smooth, worn steps. A rabid crowd fills the square. At the end of the gallows is Sandra. She holds up her chin, defiant, as the rope comes down around her neck and leaves fibers in her thick, dark hair. That frail, skinny boy next to her is Sam. He looks to us and shivers in terror. Meet his eyes, send him love and strength. The soldier pulls the noose over my own head. Then he comes to you. Smell his sour musk. Feel his sweaty mass press against you. Hear his labored breathing as he tightens the itchy, coarse rope around your neck. Up in the tower, the pompous king raises his goblet to the crowd below. Their rage explodes. Down at the end of the gallows, a black hooded executioner. Pulls a mighty lever. Some mechanism churns. And clunks. Wait. Something just happened. The executioner is gone. His hood drifts down, smoldering, and comes to rest in the dirt. Swirl in a heavy vortex lit with green lightning. The vortex explodes. Brick shards and dust shower the square. The tower burns. It leans, and crumbles, and falls. The dust clears. Look out over the square. The rabid crowd is gone. Only piles and piles of smoldering clothing remain. But there is something more. Feel the magic course through you. Look to the storm above. Focus your attention once more. Select one single lightning bolt. When I give you the signal, command that lightning bolt to strike off your bonds. Focus. Now. Look down the gallows, where all have freed themselves. Other captive witches stream in from the streets and join us in the town square. In the end, not all would give up comfort of certainty to have magic in their lives again. When we left that place, and followed Hecate's command into the dark desert. Many stayed and chose servitude. Let us go to the dark desert now. Let us see Hecate's gift. look out across the desert plain. See there, just ahead, the ground rumbles and breaks. And two white stone pillars rise from the desert floor into the sky. Look between the stone pillars. The air there changes, blurs, thickens, and forms the impression of a great threshold, a doorway to another realm, the realm where the gods reside. See in that strange place the goddess hecate herself she stands astride the entire plain her three faces lost in the
1: darkness above
0: now hecate Reaches for a star and plucks it right out of the fabric of the night. She sets this star just above the horizon, perfectly aligned between the stone pillars. The star Grows, brightens, until it lights up the dark desert like the
1: noonday sun.
0: The light fades, and where the star was, Now a figure floats in the heavens, half shrouded in darkness. In their left hand, the figure holds nothing. A pulsing, violent nothing that would consume the entire universe The figure's right hand spills over with atoms And molecules And quarks And protons And love And magic and all the building blocks of creation itself the figure moves forth and you see their face The figure floating in the heavens is you, but also not you. The figure is the perfect you, the godlike you that treads that other realm just over the threshold. What do you see in that perfect you? Physical beauty, material success, A kinder you? A more generous you? Allow the vision to come. The perfect you fades and becomes a constellation of stars in the night sky of the gods. The doorway fades as well. The two pillars, now inert
1: stone, on the wide plain of the dark. Desert. Remove your mask now.
0: We are back in the outdoor theater. It is now very early morning. The sun just begins to light the sky with pinks and lavenders. Our journey must now come to an end, and I must return you to your world. Follow me to the back of the theater, where the mountainside drops down to the sea below. A rough stone stairway is carved down the side of the mountain. Follow me down now. Look out to the sea. Breathe in the salt air. Look to your right. There is a red door. The same red door that brought you here. Go to it. Open the door. See the room where you began this journey. See your physical self right where you left it.
1: Go to your physical self now and re-enter carefully. Move your fingers and toes. Allow that movement to extend into your arms and legs. Get a feel for your physical self again. Thank you for taking this journey with me. If you feel a bit disoriented, please take care of yourself please do not move too quickly
0: or do any activity that may put you in danger
1: until you are fully back in your world. I take my leave of you now.